Hi, everyone, and welcome to I Am Health is Wealth with our host, Dr. Dalal Akuri. Dr. Akuri, how are you? And I know you're again very excited about our topic today. Neil, always excited, always happy to be here with each and every one of you. All right, our topic today is nutrigenomics. And what, wow. is, what is nutrigenomics? Well, nutrigenomics is really a relatively new, but not new. Since 4,500 years ago, we knew that food is medicine. And with time, we realized that food is a, has a conversation with a, our DNA. So food has the power to turn on some genes and turn off some genes. We call this transcribed. So your genes are hit very hard until you are able to express those genes only as you need them. Food has the key to turn on genes and turn off genes. And recently we have functional nutrition or nutrition that is based on your DNA. You eat based on your DNA and you optimize everything. And that's what nutrigenomic is, is the effect of food on your genes. It turns on good genes or turns off bad genes. Oh, if you wow. eat the wrong food, you turn on the wrong genes. If you turn on the wrong genes, you can have diabetes, you can become obese, you can have heart trouble. So really understanding the power of food. And what is nutri-epigenomics? That is really what is where my heart is. The, the food and the environment. So epigenomics is the environment. My genes are made to protect me. My genes are made to help me survive. So the environment that I am exposed to is capable to turn on certain genes and turn off certain genes. So what does that mean? If you're hungry, you have to turn on the hungry food. If you're in a dangerous place, you have to turn on the fight or flight genes. So your, your environment would dictate what genes are gonna be turned on. That's really obvious. If you're, if you're having intimacy, <laughs> the genes that are turned on are very different than the genes that you'll have if you're fighting someone, if you're angry and fearful, if you're, if you're hungry, you have, so the environment you're in dictates what genes. In the cold weather, the genes that are turned on are the genes that helps you fight cold or be adapting to cold. So epigenetics is the science of understanding that the environment dictates what genes are transcribed. Transcribed means the genes that have been turned on, the genes that are able to become translated into proteins and then become functional. This Why doesn't make it easy. That I'm getting it and understanding it. So basically to kind of just take it in a summary, you're basically based on your genes and your environment is what is the best food for you to put in your belt? In, to, to, best food to, and best everything. Best is that, yeah, is based like on you. You learn that if you that stress 
are turning on some genes. And those genes could be inflammatory genes. So these genes create fire. So you really need to know that your environment dictates what genes are turned on. Mm. Some of the genes are destructive and some of these genes are productive and make you feel better. That's so intriguing. And so based on that, why are people turning to nutrigenomics? Because we are now in an era of what we call precision medicine. Precision medicine is you eat what you, what helps you be optimized to the max. So you can look great, feel great, enjoy life, enjoy your grandchildren, going to the beach, having good sexuality. It's just to enhance your life. You need to, to use, check the environment that works best for you. And that's really the key to everything. Is so epigenetics any- and, and nutrigenomics, they both together dictate what genes are turned on and help you to optimize everything. Is there a no Let me way- give you an example. Oh, go ahead. Under stress, for example, you cannot have you cannot have intimacy because stress in your mind is there's a lion over there. My heart has to be very fast. My I cannot urinate. I have to hold it. I can't poop. I have to hold it. My stomach is not going to eat. All the blood is flowing away from the stomach and going to the brain and to the heart. Boom, 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 boom. Blood sugar has to go up. So you're turning on genes that are destructive genes. You can live so long under stress until you ex- you can completely deplete the amount of energy that you have. So epigenetics is key for life and, and nutrigenomics is key for life. Also, it's very important to eat for your, your, your genetic makeup. I'm originally from Egypt, so I'm a Mediterranean. So Mediterranean food is what my body can work with the best. If you're from Alaska, you can eat, you can afford to eat more fat. I can't afford to eat more fat. Okay. So eating for your ethnicity is also very important. Is there a that's, known that's nutrigenomics? Okay. So is there a known link between genes and nutrition? Uh, is there a link between genes and nutrition? Yeah. Absolutely. As I said, the key to turning on a gene has to do with nutrition. If you're eating food that turns on inflammation, you're gonna have inflammation all over your body. Gluten is a gene, is food that turns on the inflammatory cascade. So your body is on fire. Yeah. And if you're eating pork, for example, it causes the same thing. So eating food that void of B vitamins may make you unable to handle stress. So a lot of B vitamins are essential for mood function. A lot of B vitamins that are important for methylation are essential to restore the the weight loss system or help you optimize your weight. So food dictates what genes are turned on. So that's the link. Food are dictating what genes are on or off. Can nutrigenomic be the future of how you eat? 
Uh, I mean, that should be the ultimate. That's what I want. It sounds like to me, Dr. Galal, that's the truth. And I'm really intrigued because this is a new topic I've never heard of. This is such groundbreaking stuff that I, and I've interviewed over 9,000 plus people and have never learned about any of this stuff, especially when it relates to food and your health. It's crazy. And some of the stuff I didn't, that I'm intrigued to learn more about from you for sure. Thank you. Well, as you know, that your genes have a certain, the genes have sequences. Okay. So if there is any, we, we call it SNP. If any gene have a single nucleotide different, it behaves differently. So knowing your genetic makeup will help us to decide what genes are bad. And when you know which gene is off, then you don't eat food that triggers that gene. So if I have a gene that makes me allergic to something, so why do I have food that is allergic, that I could be allergic to, Not a good that idea. I eat? it will create inflammation. So inflammation is the ultimate thing that causes cancer, that causes diabetes, that causes obesity, that causes heart disease. So why do we trigger that? By turning on the wrong gene. So if I know that I'm missing a B vitamin or I have a SNP and I'm not able to metabolize my B vitamins properly, so then I may need more B vitamin replacement, more D vitamin replacement. So based on my genetic makeup, I can create a, 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 a what we call, you know, a genetic kitchen or nutrigenomic kitchen that really tailors to my needs. What are the aims of nutritional genomics? Uh, the aims of my aim to make this affordable or available for everyone is to optimize health, is to minimize the risk of, of obesity that is not explainable. Some people are so overweight and they say, well, I have done this diet and that diet. And I did, you know, it, I, 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 ketogenic, fasting, yeah. intermittent fasting. You've done everything. Nothing but if you're not addressing the issue with your gene that could be easily fixed, with replacing methylation product, for example, or, or adding an extra vitamin B1 or B5 or B6 based on your needs, then you may have issues. What and why inflammation? Inflammation is, inflammation is good, but too much of it is the problem. Inflammation is your body reaction to what's happening in the environment. So it, it, it has a protective value. It makes you protected from um, having a germ in. So it really turns on the inflammatory genes to really help you deal with issues. So those once inflammation is done, and it's like, it's like you create a, create a fire to clean up your, your yard. Is that a bad fire? No. It's a fire that has a purpose. You turn that fire on, clean up the mess, and then you go back in and you have no fire. That's the role of acute inflammation. The role of acute inflammation to do something really good. Then if that inflammation turns into a chronic state, is a continuous fire, continuous fire. What would happen 
to your yard, if it's continuously on fire, you lose everything. You lose all the nutrients, you lose the power, you've no replenishment. So it's very important to understand that the inflammation is incredible and it, it works beautifully if it's used for the purpose of the inflammation. I have a, anything that I, I, I got hurt. Okay, I have a cut. And I have to have an inflammation in order for the blood to flow back in here. Mm -hmm. And the inflammation causes a lot of the cells uh, that are going to repair. So an inflammatory process has a purpose. And once that inflammation becomes prolonged, it really becomes destructive. It's like a destructive fire. It's like controlled fire versus a wildfire. What is the role of nutrigenomic in, in, in inflammation? Again, when we talked about nutrigenomic and inflammation is again, every cytokines or every chemical protein that is created in your body has to be turned on by a certain, for a certain reason. So if you're eating food that is inflammatory, it keeps those genes that are creating that particular inflammatory product on, okay? So if you're eating gluten, for example, or dairy, for example, you, you're not supposed to, you're not a cow, you don't need dairy, right? I'm not a cow. So, so if I am eating stuff that is inflammatory, I have no options to handle that except by turning on that gene. Now, if that particular gene has a SNP or a, a malfunction, we can run into big problem. Now we have anti-inflammatory food that like um, all the, the green vegetables have an anti-inflammatory effect. So eating food that is anti-inflammatory will make the, the inflammatory genes go down. They're not transcribed. They don't become proteins and they don't become inflammatory. They're not able to be translated into the wrong protein that can destroy people. Okay. So what is personalized nutrition? That is the nutrition that is based on your genetic needs. So if you have a SNP, which is a single nucleotide deformity or abnormality in one of your genes, and that gene becomes a malfunctional gene, you take something that really do not express the gene. So eating food that is good for your situation, like for example, methylation is very, very important for all of us. Without methylation, we have issues. So methylation really helps gene expression, okay? So if I have a methylation defect, I need to fix that by, by giving you food that is more methylating. So food that is rich in vitamin B12, food that is rich in folic acid, folic acid is in a lot of green vegetables. It will give you enough methylation to make up for the fact that your gene is not able to create methylation uh, factors. I hope it made sense. Yeah, that makes complete sense. It's, it's very interesting. It's something we need to break down more and I might have some multiple questions to finish up after to kind of summarize everything. What is the role of nutrigenomics in obesity? Very important. A lot of the genes that are used, uh, that uh, obesity means problem in some genes that are affecting 
some things. So let me explain that in a better way. So you have issues with using um, methylation is a very important gene that is really important for people who have issues with obesity. Lack of some B vitamins, B1, B6, niacin. These are very important. So if you have a SNP in any of the genes that are making the B5 working better, then replacing that, addressing that, it may help you to really lose weight. So it's very, very important to understand what is the defect that you have. So you need to have a good genetic testing and based on the genetic testing, you personalize the food and your medicine. So we are gonna be teaching some um, um, recipes that would help you understand what genes are missing and what can you eat and how could you use a certain recipe to replace what's missing. Does that make sense? That makes, so I'm gonna go back for a second before we finish up, now talking about genes. How do you identify genes in your office? What types of genes certain people have and where they're gonna be having better nutrition based on certain things? What do you look into when you're studying these two terms we've talked about with, with genes? So we have genetic testing and there is the genetic testing that is done for doctors and genetic testing that you go and, and buy online. The genetic testing that is buying online is so confusing and it's not really looking at certain genes. So what we have done, we have created an uh, array of genes that we look at that helps us understand the function of the body. So we have some genes that control the mitochondria and we check for each one of those genes and see which one of those are defective and what nutritional things could help them and what environmental things could help them. We have genes that work at, in the inflammation, which is the cytokines, inflammatory cytokines, and see if they're working good. We have genes that look at weight and we look at these genes and then we study those genes and see if patients have a SNP in that genes. And based on that, we create a personalized plan just for that person based on their personal um, um, personal genetic makeup. So we're tailoring the nutrition to serve their genetic needs. That makes complete sense. And that's through testing the blood test, right? You're able to run different types of- We do a blood test. Yes, it's a blood test that helps with that. We also could do salivary, salivary tests or yeah, test from the mucosa. It's too bad that functional medicine has been the way to do this and it's not been available for everybody, but it is now. Meaning that traditional medicine just does not cover these things that can catch things way earlier before things become serious. You again, help stop cancer. You help stop certain other diseases from happening if you see you now and spend the time now looking at these things, your genetic makeup and things like that. So you eat the right foods because certain genes, just certain people, especially you talk about environment and well, just do not do well with certain foods compared to other people that could be a, a certain genes that just don't work well that could cause cancer, can cause other diseases. And if you identify them earlier, so you'd like to see them, Dr. Corey, in your office earlier than they are. They come later and they need to come earlier so that they can really build out the awareness of understanding what their body is and what they need to have in their body and how absolutely 
prevention, one ounce of prevention is better than cure. Cure costs a whole lot more. And if, if there is understanding of who we are, what's our root cause, we can address root cause issues and fix them properly. And there's no quick fixes and you need to look good. You need to feel good and you need to follow us everywhere because we're here to make a difference for each and every one of you. Where can we find information on where's the best place? Well, the best place is really to visit AwareMed, which is awaremed.com, A-W-A-R-E-M-E-D.com. That's my website. It shows you all the services we do. We're going to be also giving you more information of some events we're going to be doing and some webinars we want to do and some teaching for doctors and some teaching for patients that we can do to help raise the awareness. And that's where aware med word come from. We need to raise the awareness uh, and understand the triad of the genes, your genetic makeup, your epigenome, and your health. So that's a triad. And, and everything works together to optimize everything. And you look good, you feel good, and you enjoy life. Well, Dr. Corey, we appreciate it. What a great, I am health is wealth. Another great show. Thank you again. Thank you. Take care.